Honestly, none of it works. I wish I got the beginning of it. Oh, We have a new NBA champion. Welcome to the show, everybody. We are recording West Coast Sports Junkies, episode number 24. The best time you've ever had on a podcast. We're here for you, the four musketeers. That's right. We are not live, but we're here. And uh, it's going to be an amazing show. We got a new... uh, champion in the nba very cool we've got the release the kraken kraken stuff to go over we've got some ufc we've got the dirty talk is back and boy is it ever going to be dirty from some of the headlines i've seen so great episode for you tonight uh don't forget to follow us and log on to our website at West Coast Sports Junkies. Ca, but first beer of the night. We're gonna we're gonna do uh, something that Ty, I think Ty picked up. I'm not sure exactly who picked this this up. It's called the uh, Wild Eye Blue Margarita. Dan, why don't you uh, tell us a little bit about this beer? Yeah, I'm gonna bring this beer in. It was Ty's idea. I did a little bit of research. We went out to North Van uh, over the weekend. We went to Wild Eye Brewing. Um, had a few flights. Tasted some. Uh, did some. You know, experimenting, and we came up with the Blue Margarita. Uh, I'm gonna read off. You know, taking over from Mike. Uh, brewed with crystal clear North Shore water. Malted barley, wheat, oats, the amazing sons of Vancouver blue, Caraco, hops, yeast, lime, and salt. As an IBU of three and a pretty high percentage, actually, of seven and a half percent. Uh-oh. And, um, yeah, let's give it a crack. I'm going to pour it in a glass so you guys can see the color. It's very fitting. Uh for our Seahawks, Seahawks fans, sorry. Seahawks, yeah, that's Seahawks. exactly what these guys are. Seahawks fans listening. You guys see that there? It's a, like a lime green beer. Looks like Look puke. <laughs> it's almost St. Patrick's Day. Here, let's 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 have a look here. I got the light on here. Wow. Povic, that glass is erect, bro. Look at it, eh? <laughs> Look at that. It kind of reminds me of something. <laughs> one more right, time she- for the color. One more time. Hold cheers, on. boys. One more time to have a look at the color. Look at cheers. that. Cheers. Okay, cheers. Cheers. Cheerio. Woo. Pretty sour, huh? That's. Uh... <laughs> That's Love sour. the color. I'm not a fan of like that soury beer, man. Like, <laughs> I, I, this is one of their most popular do, beers. I could from, do one from of these. I can't, I, I can't drink these. I can't yeah. drink these all day. You know. This is this is one. This is a winner. But totally it's a good one. Yeah, it's a good winner. Yeah, it's sour, just like Richard Sherman not getting let into his house. Whoa, boom, whoa, 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 Dirty talk, boom, dirty boom. talk. Save it for the dirty talk segment. Okay? And it wasn't his house, but anyways, we'll, we'll get into that later. Whatever, it was his uncle's house. Or- but yeah, so this beer was uh, one of the most popular ones just from looking at the patio. Everyone had one of these lime green beers out on the patio on Saturday. They must like sour keys. <laughs> so I said Dan Ooh. should love this beer. Wow. That's uh, it's an interesting taste. <clears throat> very good, very good. Seven point. I mean, two of these, you're done. Seven point five uh, percent alcohol. Wow, that's sour, man. Jeez, <laughs> Woo, I want to have some more. That matches your boy's uh, tank tops you got on there, eh? Yeah, Ty. Next time, call me before you get dressed, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought we were all wearing them tonight, man. Uh, I don't know. Mike, you're a little early for the CFL season with that jersey. Hey, man, I'm just I'm still pumped up for it. I'm ready to go, and I'm is waiting that... for my uh, my Italia jersey. I don't know what's taking you guys so long uh, to get that sh- for me. 
shipping so COVID, COVID, ba- COVID, uh, COVID backlog, and they don't they need a lot of two Italian jerseys together. in in big sizes. Exactly, they need to sew two mediums together. So, so what, what jersey? About, so, taking some time. Did you want the Donnarumma jersey, or did the, like the goalie jersey, or do you want the actual kit, the the like blue jersey? Uh, I don't know, man. It's a tough decision to make. Ty, what would you do? Go with the goalie. Yeah, yeah I would go with the Dumb goalie. Dumb or whatever, Dollarama. He's uh, yeah. He was player of the tournament, right? Yeah. But, as well. So do I get a gold jersey and not a not like a regular like blue? It's a yellow jersey, yeah. It's a yellow we'll, jersey. We'll, we'll, see what, we'll see what they have. Okay, let me know. You could probably get just like an Italian jersey with his name. I know it's not doesn't make sense, not the same, but we could probably uh, figure something out for you, Mike. Yeah, we should do authentic though. You should get the yellow jersey. I think it looks good. I think it's a good jersey. Okay. I mean, it's uh, not the hey, color. You know of what? You, you know, I'll, I'll leave it in your guys' hands. You guys are buying me the jersey. You know, I kind of feel superior to you guys when it comes to like this whole like soccer picking the winner thing. You guys. Talk amongst yourself. Just pick me a player and a jersey from the Italian team, okay? Okay, whatever's the cheapest, Ty. <laughs> I could probably find a knockoff on eBay. Yeah. Oh, the uh, the Richmond Night Market is starting. I bet you they're going to have some. <laughs> <I'd be> like, <laughs> Good idea. There we go. Yeah, yeah, now we're talking. Mm-hmm. All right, what are we going to get into first, boys? Uh, you know what? Uh, the, the, the schedule says what we need to get into first but uh you know what since the bucks just won why don't we start off with the bucks what happened there ty yeah it was uh, a very impressive turnaround the way the series started the suns had a two nothing series lead it looked like they were going to go on to just dominate the series and then it, it did look like it was going to be a home court kind of series uh phoenix won two at home Bucks went home, took care of business at home, and then obviously the big swing game was Game Five, where the Bucks actually were down like 15, 16 after the first quarter, came back and ended up taking that game. And then tonight, uh, they were led by the Greek freak there. The Greek uh, freak, fifty points. He had like fourteen rebounds, I think five or six blocks, just like an all-time Finals performance. And yeah, I'm super happy for him. He's a really good guy. There's the a Greek. lot of talk. Yeah, the Greek freak. There's a lot of talk about him deciding to stay in Milwaukee because he signed a huge deal this this past offseason. And uh turns out he made the right decision and brought them their first NBA title in 50 years. A boom. The Greek so. freak, the Malaka. Shout out to Cleo. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> uh well, Ty, we were just like just watching the game at the end there. And um there was like 65,000 people outside the stadium. That's insane. Like the places max capacity in the stadium. So, I mean, good for them that they obviously can have a championship at home, uh, given the circumstances we've been living in for quite some time. So good to have a, a, a big win at home. And yeah, no, the whole series. I mean, I know I, I got to send some apologies out for sure. I picked the Suns in six CP three to uh, win MVP. Oh my God. The black cloud has really been uh, hovering around every single, at least my Tampa team one. So thank God for that. But um, yeah, no, it was a great, a great uh, finals. Great to see like two teams that haven't been there for ever. Um, and you know, props to, uh, the Greek freak, you know, he didn't have to recruit or have some super team to win. And, um, I think, yeah, it'll be that much more memorable for him. Good on him. The Greek freak. Love that. I will say it was a weird NBA playoffs in terms of just all the major injuries, which kind of, I think led to these two teams being in the finals, not necessarily the only reason, but it was it was different. But it was nice to see, like you said, two different teams because we're used to the same same team, same players being in there year after year, right? Yeah, we are true. Like but a- you know, Ty, you know what? I I, I disagree. Uh, you know, LeBron has been tweeting, he's been yapping, flapping about you know short turnaround on the season, COVID lock or shorted season, blah blah blah. You are a professional athlete. I'm sorry. Yeah, it sucks that you get injured. But you are a professional athlete. You get paid a hell of a lot of money, uh, more than a hell of a lot of money, to play the sport that you love. 
Yeah. Well, so uh, sorry. I'm sorry. Suck it up. It sucks. Maybe for the fans that you don't have. Yeah, like, no, no. It wasn't only players. him. There was there was but, four or um, five big big injuries in the playoffs, oh, and I wasn't sure. saying yeah, no, no, no. And so it led to it, we're already seeing it in football. Yeah, I didn't I mean, say anything about that. Had, I was just um, saying it. It, it yeah. led to you know potentially two teams you wouldn't normally see in there. But anyways, yeah, and guys, for them, Giannis, and they took advantage of it. Yeah, Giannis was injured too. Like, yeah. Not that long ago, he, he do you guys see that uh, that injury he had to his knee, like a hyperextended or whatever? That was crazy. Yeah, he come missed a few games the, in the uh, in the Eastern final, actually. Yeah, and, they, and then to come Bucks back the way he did well. and score 50 points tonight, man. That's ins- I mean, that's insane. Well deserved in my mind, for sure. Yeah, and I think and we'll find out he's he's probably been playing on some sort of injury from that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I mean, how how is it that the NBA doesn't have to uh, you know acknowledge that stuff? I would have bet on uh. Milwaukee to to win. Uh, thank God I didn't the first game because he didn't. You know they said he wasn't even going to be playing. He ended up playing. It's a loss, so thank God they could have taken my money for sure. Well, a lot of people do. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, congrats to the the Bucks. Congrats to the Bucks. Cheers fear to the deer. Here, fear the deer. Yeah, cheers to them. Cheers. This beer. Oh yeah, yeah. That's oh, the team actually, I was, team I was cheering for as well going into it, just because of the logo, the logo, man, and that the <laughs> size of that buck. Everyone's like, "Why do you care for the Bucks, man?" I, I really don't. I just like that logo, man, and that's a trophy buck, dude. Like, you know, I'm yeah, rooting for yeah, those yeah, guys. Yeah, and Milwaukee is my uh, favorite brand of tools. So, and the buck. There you go. And the Greek Malaka free. We were actually in Milwaukee last year. Maybe we brought them some good luck, Dan being down there yeah, last year yeah, yeah, yeah. right before covid kicked yeah. off yeah it was one of our last trips there and yeah it was too bad we actually wanted to go to a bucks game but they were not in town when we were down there but uh while we're talking about champions why don't we go from uh the nba to the the links for the open championship this weekend who won the shop at nobody Mike, nope, nobody, no. but I finished. I had Spieth, who was runner up. So then I have Spieth. I win. No, I had Spieth. No, you didn't. You yes, took I DJ. Did. You took DJ. Do you want to bet? No, I'll bet you right now. I had Spieth in this realm of betting. I thought you the... took, whoa, there's so many. I thought you took DJ exactly, but here I picked Spieth. Okay, well, no one won pick. the tournament. Right, so uh, no one won the tournament. Up. So let's do a shot of. Uh, I think that Ty needs a. I was a shot just for that that comment right there. That he just. Uh, <laughs> well, I, I was, he was trying confused. to steal. He tried to steal, steal Spieth from me. No, I was confused because, because Spieth won him money. Yeah, in our that's other why bets. I was confused. I did win the the golf Baloney. Tour, right? So that's why I had him too. But anyways, it was uh, it was a good tournament as always. The Open. I didn't get a lot of sleep on the weekend. I woke up. Uh, really early Saturday, Sunday to watch the second and, or the third and fourth rounds. And then I stayed up really late the first round. Cause it started 10 30 yard time. Uh, I know Mikey stayed up the first night to watch a bit. Um, but no, I was a little disappointed in the weather. It was way too nice over there for, uh, for the open, like the sun was out. There was very little wind scores were way too low. Um, you're right. Usually it is pretty shitty weather over there. Like it's rainy and windy. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. It was, it's a tough course. They had some tough pins, obviously like those, you hit it in one of those pot bunkers. It's, it's almost like a lost, a lost shot right there, especially, uh, off the fairway. But, um, no, we had some similar familiar names that have been up there. Louis Oosthuizen again was, uh, in contention led pretty much from the start. And again, he couldn't close the deal on. Yeah, on he's Sunday. been playing some really, really good golf, man. Lately, it's... he's a great pick for for fantasy pools, but like to win, the guy just can't can't get it done. But I find it really tough picking him because he's like, I don't know, he was like, you know, in his prime ten years ago. You know what I mean? Like when back when he won his major, I think he's only won one. Maybe he's won two, but like, he's only like, won that, one. Yeah, it was about ten years ago, right? Mm-hmm. So it's tough. It's, it's tough to like to like pick him. When you have all these youngsters that are like, you know, superstars, you got speed, you got DJ, you got JT, you, yeah. Rom, you know what I mean? It's tough to, it's tough to pick who stays in, but I don't know what do. it, 
And I don't know what it is about why he can't uh, get over the hump for his. He's finished like I don't know how many he's been top three, but it's pretty crazy. Like nine or ten majors, he's been top three in, uh, really and three many? I think this year. Oh yeah, yeah. And and with this particular major, like with uh, with Liu and uh, like with Speed, all the top guys, um, you know, they all said that they played well enough to feel like they had they would they could win this tournament, and it was yeah. just more Akawa that just came out, you know unstoppable basically the that last final on round Saturday, was Sunday. And this is like, wow, man, this guy comes out of nowhere and just takes it. You know, that final round was as an impressive of a round as I've seen, honestly, man, it's hard to say, like in terms of how clutch he was, he reminded me of tiger out there, especially so with, young, right. Especially with speed chasing him down. Speed started really slow on Sunday. He bogeyed, two of the first like four holes, but he got that Eagle went on a little run and he was like right on his heels all around. But Morikawa made a few bad swings and he, he'd hit another good recovery shot and then sink a long par put no bogeys on Sunday for him. It was like an unreal performance. It was frustrating because I wanted uh, speed to win it obviously. (laughs) Um, But he just didn't blink, man. The guy didn't, didn't make a mistake. Like, like I said, he made a few bad swings, but he, he bailed himself out and sunk some long par putts. Really? And, yeah, and- I, I would agree with you, Ty. I think that, yeah, he, he played lights out. And I don't know if it's like his age, like he's too young to even know like what he's accomplishing right now. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I read some like stats where it's like uh, he's won more tournaments than he's like missed cuts. Missed the like, cuts. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so he's won like five exactly. of nine tournaments and two of them being majors or something like that in the, in the PGA. It's like, whoa, what the hell? Who's this guy? Where'd he come from? You know what I mean? And, uh, no, he has he has more he's tourney under, wins. He's, he's under more tourney one. wins than missed cuts, but it was it's more than nine tournaments. But yeah, yeah. yeah, it's still an insane stat. And he joins uh joins Tiger as the only player under 25 uh to win both the PGA and the open. No way. Yeah, and a really short Just, list I was of surprised guys to hear that. that have only ever only ever, like ever mm-hmm. only won two majors. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe 25 guys and you know, only a handful of those guys are still alive today. So it's amazing the accomplishments that this guy has done this year and uh, in his short golf career. And obviously we look forward to see what, what he has to bring going forward because uh, yeah, absolutely. He's a, uh, he's going to be a force to be reckoned with. Abs- you know, you know. Yeah. And he's, he's great. He's a great face for, for the game of golf. Really good kid. Um, I don't know. He doesn't have that crazy like excitement factor out there. But I think that's just because he was so good, you know, <laughs> like there is, yeah. he had a few like fist pumps on those long par putts, but like not, a, he doesn't show a ton of emotion, which I think uh, is a positive for him because, you know, he, he's just so consistent out there. One thing that stands out to me is like, did you, did you hear like the, the replays going back with him discussing with his, uh, his, his caddy, like uh, certain shots, like, you know, that's a 35 and you blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah, they were like getting into the, the nitty gritty details of each and every single shot. And like only they can understand what the hell they're saying. Like that's a 35, you know, loft, blah, blah, blah. Hit it a little left to center. But you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, they'll talk the a little bit mean? about the wind direction. Yeah. Um, where where it's going to hit like they, they're so good, man. These guys they are so precise. They can think yeah, of all those it's, things. It's they pick their landing spot. Detail and that that like ability to, to be able to hit that shot. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm gonna yeah. cut a little. I'm gonna hit a little cut. You know, a little draw. Yeah, draw yeah. a little right or whatever. Like, come on, man. Whereas we're just looking at the green and like, let's just put her on there, try to hit yeah, it close. Yeah. We're like, praying. How, however, we cut. get there. Like, come on, move. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yelling at the it, ball. Like, how did you guys? Says. Let's talk about the opposite real quick of uh, consistency. Do you guys see Deshambo? Oh my God, that was music to my ears. I I love it when the professionals hit it into the woods, hit it into the grass, can't find their ball, and blame their clubs. That was like the quote of the week. <laughs> Cobra's fault, his driver's fault. Oh, my God. Did you see um, all the memes are obviously popping up with uh, Brooksy in his interview? He's like, oh, I really loved my drive today. Uh, you know, it was on point. Oh, yeah, you know, he was getting trolled by was getting... trolled by everybody. But no, Even... DeShambo, oh, my God. Like, honestly, I mean... I, my opinion, I think, you know, he brought something different than no one has seen in golf, obviously, 
but it's like, you know, when you're swinging the club like uh, 200 miles an hour, you can't expect it to go straight every time. When it does, great. They're like bombs. But when it doesn't, uh, he's three holes over. So Absolutely, man. I agree with you. That's right? one of the reasons why I thought that uh, DeChambeau would not fare well in the British Open just because the link style, you have to hit those. They're narrow, narrow fairways. And you got lots of elements with the wind. You know, you, you usually have weather to deal with. In this case, you didn't, but you still had wind and, uh, and narrow, narrow fairways. And he's bombing it out there as far as he can. But you're not just in like, you know, two, three inch rough. Yeah. You're in six inch fescue. Like, yeah. what are you going to do? You can't muscle it out of that, right? 100%. So, and that was his sort of theory going into it, the, the, mm. the scientist, right? So, yeah, exactly. I didn't, I didn't see this course faring well for his game style and uh i don't actually see many of the british opens you know going forward you know fitting his game style if he continues to play the way he does yeah, did, you, did, did you see him getting trolled on uh social media as well by even like justin thomas who's normally pretty quiet about those things dan did you see that yeah tweet? i, I think did you... see it because i picked him uh in our other big pool what did he what he did he call him mr physics nothing. mr physics mm-hmm. yeah and that's what he said. He's like, honestly, I did see when, yeah, yeah, yeah. when you yeah, swing yeah. the club 135 miles an hour, how do you expect it to go straight every time? Yeah. And that was his thing. And he's right. I mean, yeah, again, as an average golfer watching, yeah, it's pretty insane to have some guy. That Dan's like, the same yeah, I know, problems. bro. <laughs> same problems over yeah, here, man. Right. That's why I don't even use my driver anymore. I, I, mean, <laughs> yeah. I told you guys about that. And you slow it down to like 95, 90 miles yeah, an hour. Yeah. Half right? swing, use more hips. Yeah, I could te- teach him a few things. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, like, yeah. I mean, for sure. It was pretty crazy to see in the beginning when, you know, DeChambeau, this guy comes jacked out of uh, COVID, you know, puts on like 60, 70 pounds, bombing drives, all the clubs the same length. Like, for sure. It was something to talk about on the, on the tour. But now what? Like yeah, he's not really doing yeah, we'll anything see. impressive. We'll see right now. if he uh, changes his uh, outlook here on golf and maybe tries oh to dial God. it back a bit. This just this just reminded me of my buddy, our buddy Steve Harley, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So <laughs> he one time he's like, yo, yeah, yo. So he's a big dude. He's like six five, six six, something like that. He chopped his putter down <laughs> to like maybe like a foot and a half, and he's like, because I'm closer to the ground. So I'm closer to the ball. So Less it makes more error. sense, right? Yeah. So he, he chops his putter down and he's playing golf. And then we were like some friends are like, yo, man, like maybe you should get a bigger putter. And he's like, shut up, shut up. Anyways, he ends up giving this putter to my son, who's three years old at the time, right? <laughs> Steve Harley, who's an adult, six foot, six foot, you know. Yeah, yeah, Anyways, yeah. Awesome. it just reminded me of that. That is true. Maybe we should start calling Steve the scientist out there because he's always tweaking things and uh, yeah, he's always always trying out right? new things. Every time he goes yeah. to the driving range, he's fixed something. <laughs> he's, that yeah, that, that is golf, though. I will say that is golf, man. It's it's a it's an ongoing battle, especially for us. Oh yeah, us weekend golfers. But yeah, congrats to uh, to Colin Morikawa, and the, yeah. the the FedEx. Cup playoffs are coming up in a few weeks. It's crazy. The end of the golf season is near. Yeah. Early apologies because I'm sure Mike will be picking him if he gets first pick in any of our next pools. Marikawa is coming out. You know, <laughs> never mind Brooks, never mind DJ Speed. Speed had it, you know. Uh, hey, man, around, I don't usually around, get first pick. It's usually Gomez that gets now. first pick, oh, man. Oh, my God. Oh, you know. <laughs> He's like, Marikawa. Oh, yeah. Um, you know there's some guys that just happen to be they live under a black cloud almost everything they does turns bad you know we saw that in a couple of movies remember in the bronx tale you know the one guy that uh, anytime he plays the bet everybody's gonna lose he was just unlucky you know i saw guys like that on the street i don't know what it is you know you call it karma i don't believe in that some guys just are unfortunate man they have this black cloud hanging over them all right well welcome back some good golf talk, eh? Uh, this beer is not really going down very fast, but it's 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 because it's so um, green and sour. But uh, speaking of green and sour, Seahawks? No, I'm just kidding. We'll get into that in the Dirty Talk uh, a little bit later, even though he doesn't play for the Seahawks anymore. He was in Seattle. Green and sour. 
Okay, another green, another Emerald City team released the Kraken. Would that not be the coolest, the coolest situation to be in? You've got Giordano, you've got Carey Price, you've got Tarasenko, you've got you've got everybody, man. This is this is awesome, Ty. Uh, it's unbelievable, man. There's I love I love that shirt behind you, by the way. Oh, thank you, thank you. I, I brought it out for uh, the episode tonight, obviously. But no, man, that list. Like there's some, I guess they're like older players now that haven't that kind of underperformed. But like Matt Duchesne, um, Max Domi, Jonathan Druin, Eberly. Like you go down this, there's a lot of tourists. Solid oh, tourist is not. Uh, yeah, tourist doesn't count. He's yeah. Uh, they they I, big time, but they they could take him potentially, um, you know, and get like a draft pick for taking that taking him off their books, but I don't think his cap hits too high. But anyways, even the goalies they can choose from, man. Like you mentioned Price, uh, Ben Bishop, uh, Holtby, Halak, Quick, uh, Chris, what's his name, Drieger from Florida, who was, yeah. uh, had a really good yeah. year last year. That rookie in in um, Washington, uh, Vanacek. But yeah, it's uh, it's exciting. I'm excited for tomorrow night to see, you know, what their team's going to look like. Obviously, we saw how well the Vegas Knights did after their expansion draft going straight so, to the cup finals. So I got a, I got an internal poll question here for the, for the team here. Okay. Mike. And I'll go one by one. Mike, do you take price? Would I take price? I mean, yes, I would. Okay. Yes. You said your team on a, on a, a defensive foundation and you want to look at Vegas. They took flurry, right? So you want to take, I think that you want to take uh yeah, you want to take an established goalie. That's going to, you know, be the franchise player. I would take price. I know he's, he's a high price tag, but that's the guy I would take. If I, if he was available and he is, that's who I would take. That's a hall of fame goalie. Ty, do you take price? Do you take price? I think I would take price, but I think a lot of it would come down to obviously they're planning out their team. They're looking at their options. He's got a huge cap hit, obviously, and ten million, he's gonna, and he's going to be on your books for years. Mm-hmm. He's got a, the rest Five of his years. contract. Five so years. I, I say yes, but I want to say <sighs> depending on how you've kind of scouted out the rest of your team, where you think you're going to be allocating that money into other positions. But short answer, yes. Like you, like you guys said, Hall of Fame goalie, start your franchise off with a bang. Start from the back end. Um, it, it worked well in Vegas with Flurry, And, you know, Price is, I think he played his junior hockey in the Seattle area or in Washington State. And obviously he's, we've talked about it, he's from BC. So there's some kind of local connections there. I think it'd be, it would be like from a marketing standpoint, it would be, and a, and a team standpoint right if you want to you want to win now obviously and and start your franchise off right i like it i say yes his wife is from uh washington state so uh dan you take price or you don't absolutely not 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 i would not take him his contract's way too big he's an aging goalie and i think you guys are blind from this past uh stanley cup final when was the last time outside of this season that montreal is made it to the Stanley Cup final. Yes, Price is their make it or break it on their team, but for an expansion draft for a team, you know, you don't want to be putting all your half your what a quarter of your salary into a few players with Price. Other goalies that are younger, better contracts and you know that guy from Florida, younger guy, I would take him. Um yeah, no. I would not take Price. They're already talking that he's injured. Word on the street, as of from uh, the GM, is that he probably needs to have knee surgery. Well, that's whether that whether that's you know, whether that's bullshit, just so you know people stay away from him. But yeah, no, I, I, I think take him. I think that's leaked on purpose. But I would I wouldn't. Take who knows? Goalie, goalies, yeah, you need to have a goalie in the playoffs. You need to have scoring to actually win games. So so um, you said. You said that uh, price would be a quarter of your salary cap. It, it would actually be one eighth. 
Well, whatever. Okay, let me ask uh, that you was this: an exaggeration, would you but take you're putting Price a big, as your big goalie. chunk into your. Who would be my first pick? I think their number one crack, the Kraken's number one priority should be Tarasenko. Boom. Sign him and build around that. Go He's back. got a pretty big contract too, doesn't he? Yes. Govic. He's a top guy. Govic, let's as ask as you. As would you goalie. take Price to, to set your foundation? I think I would. I think it's hard to say no to a uh, uh, Hall of Fame goalie. It's hard to say no to that. I think the problem is right now is if you look at back at the at the Vegas Knights, right, and they're the they're the number one franchise I think in all professional sports, you know, expansion team to come out, and they started off with Flurry, amazing goalie. He, you know, and he, same thing here. You got you got the the ability to take Price, amazing goalie. I mean, I think you got to do it. That, that's what I would do. But I'm not uh, I'm not the GM, so who cares yeah, I mean, what, what I think? I mean, it it's it'd be hard to say no to that. That's a good yeah. that's a good start, and then you can get a Tarasenko and a Giordano, like, and then fill the rest of your team with with Eberle's and Turises and you know guys like that. Their contracts aren't huge. You're dropping some big names, man. I don't uh, know. And that. those guys have big contracts. If we have that team, I said their contracts are not huge. Well, yeah, they're not huge, but they add up. Turris, Turris is on a cheap deal, I think. He's sure. and he's near the end of his career. Like I say, if they take him, it's going to be doing. Where is he? Edmonton, Edmonton, right? They should be going for. Yeah, they'll uh, be doing him Jeff a favor. Skinner. I think he would be a solid pick. Uh, Tarasenko, I, that they have to sign him. That I would, I would, I would take Everly myself. Everly. So fuck, Ron Francis is the is the GM, right, of the Kraken? Yeah. Right? Yeah, so I don't really envy him right now, man. He's got a tough job ahead of him, especially these last couple of days going in. Well, tomorrow's the draft. So, you know, he's, de- you know, all this commotion going around. These guys are going to be announcing the picks and these are, the, you know, how many picks they got and, and stuff. It's going to be just tough because, to, uh, and just because they draft a player, right? Doesn't mean that they're staying on their team. They could go, they could, if they wanted, they could draft five goalies. You know, with the yeah, exactly, intention, exactly. with the intention of trading a few away. So obviously, they're they're working the phones, they're talking to everybody, which they can do. Like you know, teams will say, "Hey, we'll give you like look what happened with Vegas. We'll give you a, a second round pick and this prospect, not to select this guy that we had to expose right on their list, um, yeah. and vice versa. Like say Tarasenko, say another team really wants Tarasenko. Well, you know, um, the Kraken will pick him." And they'll probably already be negotiating and the asking price for, for Tarasenko. So who knows what's going to happen that way. But let's let's bring it a little local here. Let me ask you guys a question. If you were the Kraken, so as we know, they have to pick at least one player from every NHL team. Who would you pick from the Canucks? And I'm going to read you our available players real quick. Beagle, Erickson, Highmore, McEwen, Roussel, Bertanen, Bowie, and Holtby. I would take retired announcer. You, who the hell? Tom oh, Larshide. I, I, I would it. take Tom Larshide. Okay. Like that's, who, that's who I would take. Like you're I don't looking, know if any if of those the, guys. If you're the Kraken looking at that list, it's like, geez. That tweet or that uh, tweet that the Kraken put out, I laughed my ass off. They were like, oh, the Canucks did a really good job at, uh, at protecting their uh, – <laughs> At protecting their their players because they don't have any depth. <laughs> I yeah, would they're... take honestly. Well, to answer your question, Tyler, I would take either Vertanen, Vertanen, or Holpe. I would not take Vertanen purely because of that uh, PR thing with him. Yeah, he still had some legal trouble going on. Oh yeah, is he? Oh, um, oh yeah, I forgot about that. Come on, Holby, man, Holby. you're the dirty dude. Holby, Holby. <laughs> <laughs> to tie to answer your question, who I would take with is uh, Roussel. I think if I, you have to take someone, I would take Roussel. I think that he's a, he's a young player. He's got some a lot of upside potential to him. Um, that's the guy that I would go with, and that's the only reason why I would do it. I don't think there's anything really special about him that, uh, but maybe you could kind of you know mold him to be that 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 special that special player you want him to be. Is Roussel young? He's he's not that he's you know he's not that young, Mike. I think you're thinking of another. Uh, he might have, he's 31. 
He's not necessarily old, but I mean, well, he's, he's younger than you. He's younger than you. He's for an, yeah. for an NHL. He's born in '89. What, what? How old is that? For an man? NHL player, that's not like a young <laughs> player you can 80s. mold. That's pretty old. You know, he's not like a, a player. He's he's he is what he is. He's a he's a third fourth line checker. He'll chip in a few goals here and there. Yeah, no, he'll cost kind of you. He'll cost you. But it, uh, you're right. Penalties too. It will to me. <laughs> I don't me, think it would be a, a terrible guy that pick. Was born in 1989, he's young to me. Okay, so that is a young player because you're born in available. the 80s. You know Yo, that, I, Mike, a young you know NHL player in 2000, you're 21. So these guys that are being drafted after this are born in like 2002, 2003. That's when we graduated. <laughs> Maybe That's you who's dra- being drafted this year at 18, <laughs> 2003. You're Mike, old, Mike. Mike graduated 2001, man. Well, yeah, me and Ty graduated 2000. I was talking about this today. This so 89 past May was old. my 20th year anniversary from graduation from Notre Dame. 20 years, eh? Crazy. 20 years, wow. man. That's insane. Fuck. And uh, it came up on me. Well, it crept on me so quick. And I'm sure it's going to, well, Ty and Dan, you guys are not a couple that years far behind. behind. Yeah, Go back. Next year is your 20 years. So, you know, it's, uh, yeah, it creeps up on you, man. And so, yeah. anyways, I see Roussel. I see in 1989. Oh, that's who I would go with. Uh, from those names you gave me, I'm not going to take a Holtby. I'm not going to take uh, Louis Erickson. Here's a bet. Before the team is even set, the Kraken will not even make the playoffs next season. I think the Kraken will have a better record than the Canucks. A lot of teams will have a better record than the Canucks. Okay, but the Kraken are inaugural season. Like This is their first time in yeah. the NHL, and they're going to have a better record than our 50-year-old franchise down the street here. <laughs> I think they'll uh, make the playoffs. I think you guys are saying this because of the success of the Golden Knights. No, exactly. we're saying this because of the fucking lack of depth with the Canucks that, that they don't even want to take a player. Okay, but you can't put the, <laughs> you can't put the pressure on, on the Kraken to make the playoffs next year is what I'm saying. It's already on them. It's already no, on them. Yeah, on. it is. No, look, way. man. Look, look, who's their competition to make the playoffs in the division? Vancouver, Calgary, Edmonton. Who else? San Jose, LA. Come on, Be- they're, they're going to make the playoffs. Yeah, Vegas. Vegas. There's uh, some good, pl- some good teams in there, man. I mean, I'm just saying, if I was the general manager of the of the Kraken, how I would want to build my team would be. From the goal out, I want to be. I want to build it from the uh, defense out, and it would be. Uh, I think that's what the. I think it's, you would want to follow what uh, what 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 the Vegas Golden Knights did, and I would want to. Uh, I want to pick the best available goalie for sure, absolutely, and I think that's price. I know he comes with a hefty price tag. Swallow no bullet. Flurry's contract was not ten million dollars, so it was fine for them to pick Flurry. It was like seven or eight million. No, it wasn't. Yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. He's he, no, yeah, it's it was. probably like that's five why million. they exposed him. No. Hey guys, I don't know if this is true or not, Matt. but I heard that Flurry might be available to the to to the night to the to the Kraken. Is that not true? Oh, not he's true. Ava- he's he might available. be available. He might be available because he's not happy with. Uh, because they put in, he put in fucking Leonard again. He's not exposed, but he might be via trade, like down the road when everything opens up again. But what did you guys think of the the Canucks trade? So there was a few few trades, obviously before the the NHL freeze when the yeah. teams had to submit their protected lists. Um, the Canucks went out and they got another like Jim Benning favorite type of player. Adam Garnett. Another bottom six guy. Um, I actually have read a lot of good things about him, and he was a valuable piece of that that Dallas team in the bubble that went to the finals. <clears throat> that ended up losing to Tampa, but uh, you know, it just—I don't know—it didn't excite me. Well, what do you guys think about that trade? Uh, I didn't think it was that bad, considering what went the other way. But again, if it's free agent time, like take his phone away, Daniel and Henrik, please. Just like cancel his contract or something. Cancel his phone contract. Just, just <laughs> don't let him go. Like, did you do you see what free agents are going to go for? And they're all going to be like beagles. Oh man, I don't want to see any more of that. His, his favorite type of player, man. Oh, it's terrible. It's terrible. The trade was okay. The trade was okay. It was an okay trade. It wasn't a great trade, but it was okay. 
I think. Yeah, I agree. It's definitely not his worst. Maybe no, we can maybe no. we can hope for the best, and this is a a, a sign of things to come. With his Jenny, trades, improving his trade. Well, he his, I don't know his what trades aren't even that bad. It's his free agent signings, signings that are, are terrible. Bad, yeah, yeah. Erickson. ridiculous contracts, no trade clauses. Oh, yeah. We like know. we like really like Beagle, and he's like a good player, you know, and he's like got that pedigree and. He's like he won a, a Stanley Cup with another yeah. team the year before yeah. on their fourth yeah. line. Holtby, he's like a good, he's a good goalie. He's a winning goalie. He knows how to win the Stanley Cup. We like him, you know. I don't know. I, I don't know who the hell this player is. Uh, looking at the stats, I mean, is he really going to come out and help the team? Like we're coming out of COVID, fans are going to be in this in the seats, you know, jam-packed stadiums. Who the hell is this player? And who is going to come and want to even watch him play? I mean, I was looking at the stats. He scored like, what, 63 points in like the last eight years. I think Mike on your Red Devils team, Machacho, who barely knows how to stop on the skates, has scored more points than that. It's uh, Sun Devils, not Sun Red Devils, Red baby. Devils, shout Sun out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I guess I should get the name right. Sun Devils. The Red Devils? <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking of soccer. But yeah, this, this player, Dan, was not brought into... Uh put more fans in the seats like it's a hockey move it's no trying yeah, to I, I get it establish the, the bottom six uh we're gonna be we're gonna be saying thank you jim for the next like five seasons because at this rate i mean free agency you want to make a splash sign someone like tarasenko no 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 make a, sign, what, what, sign, you can't do anything better no sign hughes oh, and Pedersen, man what are you waiting for sign Who? those two guys he still hasn't re-signed our two cornerstone players play Oh my god! Oh fuck! Okay, that's what I've heard, anyways. Uh, from who? I've got a very ah uh, yeah. Episode. You got a what? From who? From who did I've you hear that? You got, you I want to know who you heard see. that from. No, when you when when it you comes, got a what? Every you single week that goes by, and before you know it, we're in September, and I guarantee you, Pedersen is not resigning. It's gonna have to be done within Ooh, the next ten I days. I will bet you. Hey, five, hey, five shots did I not in a say row last, and a hundred bucks. Before sure. the season ended, that fucking Pedersen had a chip on his shoulder. There's a problem yeah, there. Yeah. There's a problem He's there. to resign. Okay. <laughs> he doesn't he want is. to play for betting. Five shots. He wants to play in front of Govick. Five shots. Five shots. Govick wants to say dance. Can I please finish? Five hey. shots in a row and a hundred bucks. Pedersen signs. Deal, Dan? Uh, oh, no, sure, little, no, sure. okay, okay. Well, forget the hundred dollars. You heard the hundred dollars and the five shots, hundred dollars and a five shots. Person signs that's what I'm taking home, folks. You heard it. No, no, you he agreed to the five shots. I agreed to the five I'd much shots. rather no, see the five shots. No, I want the hundred bucks too. Fuck that, dude. We can do five shots all day long. I don't care. Five shots <laughs> and a hundred bucks right here. What's this for junkies? All right, well, yeah, tomorrow night is the uh, expansion draft, obviously. No, hold on. I need him to agree to that. Yeah, I agree to it. Okay, there you go. There you go, folks. We'll, definitely. We'll see what the Kraken look like and uh, what our new rivals team's going to look like. I'm excited for it. I can't wait to see them just put their jerseys on and them have better jerseys than us in the first year with better colors. <laughs> I bet you that's going to happen too. And so, so just... tomorrow is the expansion draft, but when is the actual draft? Isn't that this coming weekend? It's Yeah, it's Friday. So it's going to be a fun week of hockey. Kraken or Kraken is, <laughs> Kraken is tomorrow. And you got then the rest of the NHL is on Friday. <laughs> and don't they have the number two pick overall as well? They do. Wow. Busy time. Canucks pick ninth time. overall. And then next week you got free agency opening. Oh. Fucking how many times did the Canucks pick second overall? Twice in when 50 pick, years? These guys' the first year. When yeah, they, they picked the city and they picked Trevor Linden. Those are two times they, they had second overall I mean, pick. Never won the lottery, obviously. No, and we never will. Cheers to the green Emerald City. Cheers. Oh, real quick before we get off this topic, a little Seahawk connection. They're bringing in a whole bunch of former pro oh. athletes in Seattle to announce the picks, which is going to be really cool. I read uh, Mershon Lynch is going to be there. Bobby Wagner. You got a Sonic connection. Sean Kemp, Gary Payton. Wow. Uh, Sean just Kemp. List, just to list a few, but it'll be, it's going to be a cool thing. 
I saw them down at uh, Pike Place Market practicing throwing the fish to announce the picks. Oh, yeah? At the market there, yeah. That's cool. Oh, yeah. So, Sean Kemp, what dumpster did he crawl out of to get on this list? Hey, he's doing he's, pretty good. He's probably running from his eight wives that he has. Yeah. <laughs> we and, uh, we had a like drink with him, kids. actually. We met with him. Sean Kemp? Yeah, yeah we Sean met him Kemp. in Seattle. Yeah. I had Mike, Sean. you remember that? Yeah, I do remember that. Absolutely. Down there with a meat. One of those had, yeah, but uh, of those names you just dropped, Sean Kemp's the last one on my list that I would be excited to hear about. For sure, it's uh, Lynch and Wags, man. Absolutely. Where's Sean Alexander? How come they didn't bring him in for this? He's uh, coaching a football camp right now. Oh, is he? Huh. No, I'm just joking. I don't know. Probably. He's How to a good be dude. MVPs. <laughs> Interesting. Why, why didn't they put? Uh, why didn't they ask Richard Sherman to come and make some picks? He's in jail. He's probably still in jail. All right. Oh, yeah, that, that's right. Out. They didn't know. No, they didn't give him bail. They said no bail. We'll get to that, though. We'll get to that. Time! They slayed the dragon! The brilliant best of Luka Modric is just too good for Scotland. everybody we got our second drink of the night from wild eye brewing in north van the czech pilsner um just reading from the can here in october of 1842 the original pilsner pivo world by storm since then corners were cut on quality and its character has been watered down our Czech-style Pilsner is a journey back in time. And homage to the original high-quality, crisp, and mouth-watering style. Brewed with crystal-clear North Shore waters, Czech malts, Czech hops, Czech yeast, a whole lot of Czech. IBU of 34.8%, and we're still chasing the Czech. Or Schick, is it? From the Euro. Mike's favorite guy. Correct. Mike's boy. Is that it? Did I say that right, Mike? Schick? My boy, man. Yeah, you did. Thank you, Dan. He came came second to Ronaldo, uh, but you know what? He still did all right. All right. Okay. So cheers. Go look. (laughs) Cheers Cheers to this Pivo. Oh, it's a P. It's a a Pivo. Look, it looks like a Pivo. It's not like the last one. Slav Life, baby. Pivo. Oh, yeah, baby. Mm. That's a Pilsner, all right. So let's let's get into the... uh, Actually, let's get into the Misha Tate story. What happened there, Mr. Mike? Well, yeah, we... uh, Obviously, it was a fight that we were all excited for. Misha Tate being from the Pacific Northwest. And, yeah, and being the former the champion, yeah, absolutely, yeah, and uh, you know, we uh, she she was fighting Renault and she came out and uh, she did what uh, what I thought she was gonna do for sure. She came out, she looked fantastic, she looked uh, in, in great shape, especially for like you know, you know, I follow her on social media and stuff, and I had like her like a couple hours before the fight, like uh, you know, breastfeeding a child and stuff like that, which is like wow. Now she's gonna go in there and, and you know you know fight an MMA fight, but she did, and she did it in Misha Tate fashion. She was taking down her opponent, ground and pound the way she does, the way she always has done. Um, you know that's just the Misha Tate way. And uh, at the end of the fight, obviously she won it in the third round with. Uh, you know, due to a TKO because of strikes, and she was um, she was deemed the winner. And she uh, in the in the pre in the pre fight interview, 
she said she wasn't just here for one fight. She's here to come back and get, take the belt. So I, I'm obviously excited for that. And, you know, I'm pumped to see Misha Tate back in there. I'm happy to see her, you know, you know, win the way she did, look the way she did and in, in the shape that she came into that fight at. And, um, I mean, I don't know. Ty, what do you think, man? How did she look to you? Man, she looked awesome. We were actually out at uh, Persona's in Burnaby uh, for dinner on Saturday night, but uh, luckily they had the fights on. That's pretty much the only fight that uh, I was really trying to pay attention to. And man, she looked awesome. She looked like vintage Misha Tate. She looked like the early Tate, just just pressured, dominated, took her down, uh, some ground and pound. And I was, I thought she looked a lot better than she was going to look. I thought there might be a little uh, octagon rust, maybe. It's been a long time since she's been in the octagon, obviously. Um, but yeah, I also follow her on social media and her her training, man. She got into some crazy shape quick, like dedication like you said she's not just here for one fight um as she talked about and i thought it was pretty cool to see all these these fighters calling her out man like they see she's she's a big name in the ufc for for the women's divisions and it was it was good to see that and yeah she got she got called out by a lot of uh contenders so i'll be interested to see how she does you know another step up in competition it was a close fight odds wise and and she dominated, man. Uh, she was she was really she was really breastfeeding. Yeah, like the day yeah. of the fight. Wow, she's got two kids. Yeah, absolutely. That's crazy. And also, who she fought? That uh, Marianne Renault actually retired after that fight. That yeah, so that's the it. thing. That's the thing about the, about this fight is like, I I thought that for sure Misha Tate would. I think I thought Misha Tate would win this fight. I thought the odds were closer than they should be. With Renault being 44 years of age, you know what yeah. I mean? Mm-hmm. Way older, you know, way older than Misha Tate, even though Misha Tate is an old athlete, you know, comparison to like her prime. And uh, yeah, I, I thought that that was, uh, there was a weird, I, I'd like to see what happens next. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. You know, like, I guess, Misha, you know, a, bit, a more a younger contender, uh, exactly. someone who yeah. could challenge eventually for a title. Um, but yeah, there's step in the the right direction for her, and you know, I like I said, I thought I didn't think she'd finish the fight. I know Renault was a little older and and this and that, but still a great competitor. And just you know, I thought there'd be some more nerves from from Misha, but she just looked like she was uh, she didn't miss a beat, man. Yeah, props to Misha. I'm gonna say hot mama. Woo wee. She's coming back. Your mic. You're saying breastfeeding at what the night of the fight or. She looked good. She cut. She is looking jacked. I'm excited, you know, to see her perform um, going forward. And yeah, props to her. Welcome back, Misha. Congrats on your big win. Yeah, awesome. 100%. She looked great uh, all, all in all aspects of it. So for sure, we're pumped as uh, as the West Coast West Coast Sports Junkies and represent the Pacific Northwest. We got Misha Tate. She's our girl. I mean, how can you not rep her, right? So we're obviously fans of her. All right, we're back. So uh, shout out to Muchacho. Muchacho amigo. Mr. Big Fisherman at Caltus Lake. I just wanted to say, uh, you know, the Blue Jays are playing. Um, Yeah, they're going to be home in Canada soon. I guess they got the okay from the government. What uh Vladdy Guerrero Jr. or what's his name? That won the um Ty, what's his name again? Yeah, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Vladimir uh, Guerrero he's Jr. One, he's one of the best best young hitters in the game, man. Yeah. So shout he, out uh, to he looked good. Yeah, he looked good. The All Star game. I don't know if you guys game. watched any of that. I didn't watch it, but I saw the highlights and he looked he looked pretty mm. good. And he's they're the first or no, they're not the first father son combo to to do that, but um it's rare. So good on him, good on the Blue Jays, you know. Um I gotta say, I mean they're not playing very well this season yet, but you know, you never know. It's a hundred and eighty-five game season, so they could maybe be able to turn it around at some point. Anyway, shout out to them. All right. Dirty time. Dirty. Dirty. Dirty talk. 
Dirty Dan from Dirty Queensboro. We got the dirty talk coming. Dirty time. Dan, give us the dirty we've been waiting for for weeks. What's going on, guys? Um, we are back on the Dirty Talk with Dan Nandez. There was a lot of sports happening. You know, NHL's finishing or done. NBA just finished tonight. Euro's done. PGA's done. You know, you know the Dickity and the Dirty Talk had to take a little break uh, to get all this news in. But we are back. I'm going to start off again with another apology. I said it earlier. CP3, Chris Paul, Phoenix Suns. I was going to guarantee that you guys were going to win. Called you raising the MVP, um, doing what Steve Nash couldn't do, Charles Barkley. You know what? My apologies. The Black Cloud has come at it again. But you know what? Let's get right into it. Some dirty things have been starting to come up. And as always, there's always going to be dirty things in the NFL. You know, the we're right around two weeks away from the preseason. Richard Sherman. Oh, my God. That's got to be the talk of the town for the last cup. You know, the last few days. You know, he went off the rails. What is going on with Richard Sherman? I don't know if he had a domestic dispute with his wife, if he's pissed off that he can't get signed anywhere. Uh, maybe you should get an agent. Um, and, you know, he just breaking down or trying to break the down the door of his father-in-law's house. I, you know, I, I don't know who is holding that door shut, but maybe the Jets should sign him. Um, but, you know, in jail release with no bail and i personally think that richard sherman's career is over who's gonna sign him we are you know nfl is not wanting any type of uh this type of you know negativity no team is wanting this type of negativity and i think this is personally the end of richard sherman Sticking with the NFL, Dwayne Haskins, signed by the Pittsburgh Steelers, was in Vegas with his wife celebrating their anniversary. And we all know in Vegas, you know, we get a little wild, Sin City, you know, parties, the lights, the alcohol. He made an oopsie. He left his wife and decided to go early to the club with the boys. She knocked him out. She money Mayweathered him, knocked his tooth out. He went to the hospital. She got charged. She got charged in Vegas with assault. Ain't that a change of pace? A female getting charged with assault. Wow. All I got to say is the excitement of the NFL is near. Aaron Rodgers, he turned down a max contract. Max contract extension, two years, going to make him the highest paid NFL player. Clearly, it's not about money. So Green Bay, Aaron Rodgers, honestly, just don't even show up. Don't play for the team. At least they can sign someone and plan for the next season. That's it, ladies and gentlemen, for the Dirty Talk this week with Dan Nandez. Hope you have a fantastic evening. As always, stay dirty. Dirty time. I got to say, we waited two weeks. Could have been a little dirtier, Dan. Could have a little could have been a little dirtier. Oh, I'm saving it, Govic. The summer is about to get hot. It's about to get dirty. Dirty time. No, that was, you know, it was dirty. The Richard Sherman thing. Did you see the video? 
See the video courtesy of TMZ? Nope. Oh, I saw it. Yeah, but it's crazy how quick they get these videos. And it's crazy, like, like, let's get into it. Because I'm a big fan of Richard Sherman. And I respect him a lot, and I don't. Even want as to a forty nine er, as a forty nine er, you respect him a lot. No, as a Seahawk, and I don't. Uh, I don't want to see him in that kind of state, you know. You I think, think he's mad, bro? <laughs> you think Sherman's mad, bro? He definitely was mad. <laughs> he can't was argue pissed. that with that video. He was-, <laughs> he was pretty mad. I gotta say, he was pretty mad. He wanted in that house so bad, but. Oh, yeah, 100%. But like we talk about with a lot of these issues, we don't know the whole story. It doesn't look no. good, obviously. No. I mean, he could be going through some things. Who knows what happened prior to that? Um, but, yeah, like I, I just can't believe how quick TMZ and other uh, media outlets get all these videos. And these they even had the 911 call from his wife. Yeah. Literally like, like 12 hours after it happened. Yeah. yeah. I think they had the call before he was released from jail. Maybe yeah, if you had an agent, uh, first of all, he would have, been out of jail a lot faster one two probably none of this stuff would have been leaked because he would have had some sort of representative protecting him while he was locked up wow no man the the agent may be able getting him out quicker but this the media stuff i mean it was a it was like one of those ring door cams i mean yeah exactly so who would have had to release that that footage his wife someone can hack that Uh, quickly exactly his father-in-law oh fuck his father-in-law did it for a hundred camera or for a thousand bucks they sold it to tmz yeah yeah, exactly. I would too. If that was my son-in-law, I'd be like, "Fuck TMZ, hey yo, uh, my son-in-law is a star cornerback in the NFL. Would you like to see the video of him trying to break into my house because I fought with him? Here, oh yeah, how much? I don't know, twenty-five grand. Sure, I'll buy a new Mercedes. Boom. But man, all all these NFL issues already. I mean, we talk about it all the time. We might need to have uh, an extra episode a week just to deal with the NFL drama once the season gets going here because it's already coming in uh very quickly i've said it before the national felons league Mm -hmm. (laughs) oh yeah dirty time mike are you are you insulted um where i'm talking smack about your buddy sherman uh i'm not a huge fan of you talking smack about sherman (laughs) to be honest with you but uh i mean yeah, I get it because 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 this whole thing went down. But I mean, I, I said I haven't seen the video, and to me, Richard Sherman is still great. I think he's one of the greatest players to play the game, and I still like to see him uh, teach our players in Seattle, you know, how to study the game. Hey, yeah, I was really hoping for a reunion there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens there. But uh, what I wanted to mention was. Um, What's this about uh, Tom Brady playing with a broken? What was it? MCL. He was uh, partially uh, torn MCL. Partially torn. Partially torn MCL. MCL. Yeah. Talk about Iron Man, man! What a fucking goat that oh, guy he, is. Oh, he's obviously a goat. He's I got a great, him... great O line. You know, he just stands there. It's not like he's oh, running please. around like <laughs> Russell or anything. But uh, no, no, that because... is that is impressive. And also, though, it's illegal what they did there. Nobody knew. Nobody away. knew. He didn't fucking even... take their fucking Super Bowl away. Find that. Uh, he didn't. He, he did not know. He just. He was like, uh, "What Super Bowl is this? Is it one against the the Seahawks?" No, this is, <laughs> no, this is the, last, the, last the, one, the one where he played no, for the Buccaneers. Won. Shit. But yeah, take that one away too. I'm pretty sure I could dig something up, Mike. Deflate Kate that time. What was it that year? Was something. It's always something, man. It's such a no, cheater. it was nothing. Oh, they, oh, yeah, that's right. I know what it was. Run the ball it, when they it was Pete Carroll's fucking stupid <laughs> overthinking the situation that lost that Super Bowl. He, he we could have a whole show on Brady. We could have a whole show on Brady cheating. Oh, come on, man. But anyways. He's a goat. He's the goat. Speaking He's of like, other quarterbacks, though, we're getting off track here from Dan's dirty talk here. Um, the Rodgers situation, man. I'm not drafting him this year in fantasy. Oh, he, he's uh, dead to me. I drafted him last year. Even never mind any of this bullshit that's already started this offseason. He's dead to me from last year. I had him and Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams the, stud. The fact that he took down or turned down that, that two-year extension, which would have made him the highest annually paid NFL player in the league, shows that there is major issues well beyond the scope of 
of being paid well, with that organization. Hold out? The Packers, why why don't you Packers. hold out and request a trade? Mm. Very simple. Well, maybe he is. We don't really know. His he hasn't said it. He, yeah, all no, he's talked about is how he hates the the executive, the GM, and he refuses to play. Well, we're coming up pretty quick to the yeah. Well, that's the a holdout. Yeah, I'm not gonna yeah. lie to you guys. If uh, you guys pass up on Aaron Rodgers, I'm probably gonna scoop him up. Okay, in my fantasy draft. So uh, <laughs> just so you know, he's not gonna just- go very far. Just this year, if you guys could, um, can you invite me to the fantasy draft, please? This year, hundred percent. Mike's hosting. Oh, is it an in-person draft this year? It yeah. will be because he will has be, to yeah. host the loser. Oh. The loser he's, uh, he's hosting with uh, pizza and beer for everybody. Oh, because he lost. <laughs> Unfortunately, right. Govic, you don't get to have any beer or pizza because <laughs> uh, <laughs> you weren't. <laughs> what you weren't involved in last year's uh, uh you can stand over the fence i'll sneak you a few beers oh like... it's because we're not best friends anymore i got that taken yeah. away from me yes yeah, so. yeah so you're gonna have to stand outside my room and we're all gonna need pizza and beer in front of you but you know what you can afterwards if there's any leftovers we'll give you some like and if any crust? of our fans and loyal listeners want to join in on this party do DM us. I'm sure we can find some room uh, at Mike's place. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure he'll love that. So, yeah, and, and you know what? They'll probably give you, the fan, our listener, pizza before they give it to me. <laughs> Assholes. Fuck's sakes. I can't even have a piece of pizza? Is it pepperoni? Come on. All right. Well, that's our show for tonight. Hope you enjoyed it. Episode 24. 24 weeks of West Coast Sports Junkies, baby. Uh, uh. Yes. Best podcast you've ever heard. At least that's what I think. Thanks for listening. We have, uh, if you want to follow us, we are all of our content, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all that stuff. It's all on westcoastsportsjunkies.ca. That's with a www in the beginning if you're old school. Come well, old school like Mike. He was. Uh, we talked about it earlier. Twenty years. He was uh, twenty years ago. He graduated high school, so he's an old fuck. But come to our website, have a look, take a look at our pictures, tell us who the best looking is. Also, just want to mention real quick, uh, we have our giveaway running, still going strong. We're going to be announcing a winner via Instagram next week um look out for further details still going strong obviously it's for a cooler of some of our local favorite beers hundred dollar gift card to morgan creek all you got to do is like that post share the post and tag three friends that you would want to have some beers with and yeah good luck we'll announce the winner next week where is morgan creek by the way for those that don't know it's in so surrey so Surrey. Beautiful like, area. Morgan Crossing area. Beautiful area. It's uh, always sunny in South Surrey. So do what Ty says. You might get yourself a $100 gift card and a cooler beer for the day. That's it, folks. Thanks for listening. Have a great night. Adios. Goodbye. Goodbye.